On this week's episode, we welcome Dr. Judy Mikovits. Dr. Judy Mikovits, who many would like to uh, put in a box as controversial, um, is joining us for one-on-one close-up. She is a uh, biochemist and also her degree in molecular biology, and she joins us today. Dr. Mikovits, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Armstrong. It's a pleasure to be back. It is my pleasure. You know, there is now overwhelming scientific consensus as to the safety and efficacy of the principal COVID vaccines. Many people believe that you have actively promoted anti-vax conspiracy theories. And do you feel that you've used your influence to dissuade people from protecting themselves from the, vi- from the vicious disease? And does it stir you? Is there something else that people are not aware of? Uh, yeah, in fact, there's, um, there's essentially no data on the efficacy or safety of this new type of vaccine. In fact, the data all say that these COVID shots are not vaccines at all. They weren't designed that way. Um, uh, and, and they weren't, um, and the, the deaths and the injuries that we're seeing, um, from this shot, um, are, are more, many, many, many thousands more than the last 10 years of any kind of vaccine. These are actually, you know, uh, you're injecting the deadly spike protein from the SARS-CoV-2 coronavirus, the man-made SARS-CoV-2 coronavirus, so, and, and your the RNA or the blueprint of that virus, that spike protein, is known to be deadly. And we're seeing the injuries that we would have predicted in the laboratory. So what I'm actually doing, uh, I'm not at all anti-vax. I've spent more than 40 years um, as, a, um, as a scientist in research, 22 of those at the National Cancer Institute, developing immune therapies for cancer and AIDS, for infectious disease and aggressive cancers. So the, my, the whole thesis of my um, life's work is that we can educate the immune system to prevent and treat infectious and chronic disease. That's the definition of a vaccine, whether you make it from natural products, whether you make it um, um, synthetically as, as these are, but this does not meet the scientific or legal definition of a vaccine. It causes the very disease. And we're seeing that, that actual um, uh, endpoint that we've tried, I've tried for the last year to prevent. We've been, as you know, talking for more than a year um, since the, for the first, uh, since the first reports of this novel, which it's not, SARS-CoV-2 virus, you know, as a causative agent of COVID-19, which it's not. And so we've been refuting with the actual data what we're being lied to by the heads of our government and the, uh, like Tony Fauci, Deborah Burks, Robert Redfield, the Centers for the Disease Control. This is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to use my 40 years of education and experience. I was part of the team that, that cured 
HIV AIDS. That is, you can have HIV now, be infected, and never get AIDS based on our work from the 80s and the 90s. You know, Dr. Mikovits, um, the World Health Organization identifies anti-vax sentiment as among the top health crises now besetting the world. Are they wrong? Um, uh, no, actually, they, and again, this whole anti-vax, I'm not anti-immune therapy or anti-therapy. I've spent 40 years developing all kinds of immune therapies, whether from plants as a biochemist back in the 80s, from your own biological response modifiers like type 1 interferon and, uh, and other um, other. Uh, drugs and therapies that meet the definition of a safe, efficacious immune therapy. Uh, Anti-vax is, is a slander term uh, and vaccine hesitancy. What I want to see is the data that these drugs are efficacious, that is, that they do what they're intended to do, prevent the infection and prevent the transmission or ameliorate, make less the disease such that you don't die of the disease like an annual flu shot or where where you it's attenuated. The traditional vaccines, the attenuated, you make weaker the virus, then you inject the virus, the weakened or dead virus into a person such that it stimulates immunity, either an innate or adaptive immune response, that is an antibody at the adaptive immune response, that the next time you see that virus, the next time you're infected or exposed, you will produce a protective immune response. And that's not what's been done with these COVID shots. They were developed at warp speed, all of the data for the last 20 years in animal studies. The animals died. These, these are injecting the spike protein or the messenger RNA that makes the spike protein in in these shots this this messenger rna or the expression from a viral vector of the spike protein in the in the um, aborted fetal tissue cell lines that are are not traditional vaccines these are these are gene therapies they they literally tor turn your cells in the body into a virus, into the spike protein manufacturing plant, uh, meaning um, manufacturing plant, that you're making the disease causing protein. That's deadly. And we've seen that deadly response. So because of the so-called emergency, which the actual infection, and we all know this now from the year's experience, which we actually knew within months, you know, 99.9% survival rate, that only the most vulnerable with comorbidities with other diseases have any long-term um, complications from the SARS-CoV-2 infection. It was less than a normal flu season. This is what we knew about the infection. Now we've mandated and forced a vaccine that hasn't been tested. So we don't know. None of the pharmacokinetics have been done. That is where the drug goes in the body, how long it lasts in the body, pharmacodynamics, what it does when it gets to the tissue site. We're told that it stays in the arm, in the muscle, where it's been injected. 
but the arm and the muscle is heavily vascularized. So it goes, in fact, throughout the body. And we're seeing that deadly response in people um, with blood clots. We're seeing myocarditis, inflammation of the, of the cardi of the heart in, in young people. Young people have no risk of the disease. They were called asymptomatic carriers. There's no such thing as an asymptomatic carrier of a coronavirus. You clear it. Your immune system is exposed. You see it. There's, there are at least seven circulating coronaviruses in humans and, and many in animals. So we knew a decade ago. Well, I mean, we knew last year, two years ago, um, data showing that, you know, these that, that these viruses, these coronaviruses, were contaminants of flu vaccines. So now you've got coronaviruses in influenza vaccines. And actually, we knew from a study that came out, a very large study in the military that came out by Greg Wolf, um, January of 2020, January, showing that if you got the influenza vaccine, you were 36% more likely to develop COVID. Now we know that if you've been exposed to a coronavirus, you have antibody-dependent enhancement from this vaccine. That means you you it's like a blowtorch on your tissue, on your organ system. And we're seeing that. We're seeing people die of cardiac arrest or, or huge blood, blood clots in the lungs, especially in the most compromised, where children have absolutely no, um, you know, reason they weren't, they should not be injected. They should not be put at risk for their entire life of myocarditis. This is a you know, deadly shot, not a vaccine. You know, I want you to respond to this, which has been on the internet, which critics have talked about, because I, I, I think it's fair that you address this. You know, uh, that that you have been arrested for having stolen notebooks and scientific material from a research laboratory and that you piff up this material in an un unlawful manner. How do you respond to that? Uh, actually, um, absolutely not. There was no, there's no warrant. I never did such a thing. I've never had a hearing. I was arrested in my home as a fugitive from justice um, on November 18th, 2011. There was not so much as a warrant out for my arrest nor anything else. I was simply taken from my home and my, and my entire career ruined and defamed. I've not since that day had a single hearing. I took nothing. I did absolutely nothing. Never had a single charge or hearing, never been charged with anything, simply been smeared and defamed for a decade so that they could, so that the government, so that Tony Fauci, who knows exactly what he's done, this is what we've written now in almost three books, you know, could cover up his crimes against humanity, um, his his murder of millions of people with HIV back in the 80s, um, the release of Ebola that killed 21,000 Liberians in 2014, you know, just keep naming it, Zika, um, uh, this is, you know, Tony Fauci has been attempting to get away with crimes against humanity um, for my entire career. And I am simply a person of integrity. Uh, and I refuse, I refuse to be silenced and not show the data showing the contaminants and the dangers of these vaccines. So there's not a single charge. I did absolutely nothing. There's a, you know, go look. This is what the proof is. I was framed. I was was, I was defamed, um, and Tony Fauci led the way, and, and people were paid off, 
paid off. You know, just go look at the Nevada Attorney General's office. I had a whistleblower case under seal for, for more than five years. I filed criminal affidavits against these the the people in these institutions, all pro se. It's it's all in our books and it's it's backed up by facts. So the fact that Tony Fauci doesn't ever answer where these these so-called um, uh, fugitive from justice uh, warrants or whatever they were were put at the NIH to keep me from doing these studies, to keep me from working, to keep me from exposing this. Um, but he failed to do that because... Dr. Dr. Mikovic, you know, there's much in the news today about the Wuhan virus and whether it originated from there and the government is beginning to change its stance. Even um, the, the search engines are beginning to allow people to post about questioning Wuhan and the Chinese. What do you think, where do you think it all originated and what do you think the real story is? Um, the, the data are very clear um, that these viruses were, um, were, were made um, in the Fort Detrick labs at the USAMRID in Frederick, Maryland, that the cell lines growing the bat tissues were shipped to Wuhan, paid for um, by Tony Fauci, by the NIAID. I first reported this um, on a show by uh, Joshua Phillips on Epoch Times, which aired April 8th of 2020. There's absolutely no doubt the publications from two 2015 show Tony Fauci's NIAID funded this. It's all very clear now. Robert Redfield admitted after he retired from the head of the uh, Centers for Disease Control. Oh yeah, it was almost it was it was made there. So you know people are now saying what I've said um, for for um, now almost a year and a half. What we've said, what the science has said. None of this is my opinion. I based when I on that Epoch Times show, I showed the the Nature papers. I showed the papers and the material and methods where when when you're a scientist, where you get the material for your studies. Um, oh, it said Vero E6 cell line from USAMRIT, from Fort Detrick, from Frederick, Maryland, was shipped to Wuhan. This these was the this was the cell line that I actually did the work in the 90s culturing bat tissues. Um, people would say to me, well, Judy, anybody can buy that cell line from places like American Type Tissue Culture, which is called ATCC. And I said, yes, indeed. And that shows that proves exactly my point. They didn't buy a clean cell line from, from a, a commercial source. They got a cell line from USAMRIT, from a biosafety level four that had been mixing bat tissues um, since the mid-90s. And I did that work in the mid-90s and published on that work in the mid-90s, showing the, the bat viruses and the cytokine storms that they caused, the very cytokine storm that is the disease COVID. Um, so they knew exactly what they're doing, and Tony Fauci funded it, Tony Fauci directed it, um, and, um, and the data are clear. It's not my opinion. It's data, published data. Let me, let me, let me raise this, because you mentioned about your publishing. There's a, some other stories that are out there about your, um, in this scientific paper um, that you had written and, um, and published in the Journal of Science that was subsequently, according to the reports, retracted by the editors on December 11, 2011. Was the publication, uh, was your publication fraudulent as they're trying to say? 
Um, absolutely not. The, the, the paper was forced retracted by science journal editors when, the, when they refused to erase the signal, when the data simply wouldn't go away and everything we showed in that paper, what that paper showed was that mouse viruses, contagious mouse cancer-causing virus, contagious, oh, spread like COVID, oh, that happened to have the gene and the spike part of the protein syncytin, that's a gamma retrovirus envelope, that, that these viruses had been contaminating the blood supply, the blood supply and vaccines since the days of HIV AIDS, and that women and children were getting autism associated with those infections. We isolated them from people with the disease, from many people, many strains, and, and when the data by 2011 said how heavily contaminated the blood supply had been for three decades, because Tony Fauci denounced chronic fatigue syndrome, you know, marginalized women and children infected with these viruses is not sick, but crazy. He put the he 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 said it was their own fault. They had autoimmune disease, and the data were clear by 2011, two years after that paper was published. That paper was reviewed for more than six months. Every level of the government knew the data were true. There was a July 22, 2009, invitation-only meeting where every level of the government said. Oh my God, you mean all those sequences we saw in the, in the 80s were real? We can't afford to retrofit our labs so that we're working with these mouse viruses, with mouse tissue, with other animal cell lines that are contaminating every viral vaccine. This was the big force retraction. We refused to retract it. Me and several of the other authors refused to retract it. I was jailed November 18th while I was held in jail without the opportunity to bail without ever having hearing, without ever having a warrant. Oh, they put my mugshot on the journal Science and said, here's what happens, scientists, when you defend the data. And then they said, oh, we no longer have any confidence in Judy Mikovich. She's that bad person, and we're retracting the paper. That's exactly what happened, not because the data couldn't be defended. And they can be, and they are to this day. And COVID-19 is the murder of the 6% of America that they infected by injection, because the people that have these gamma mouse retroviruses will be the ones that have autoimmune responses to the syncytin in the spike protein. You know, um, since we're dealing with all these issues that's out there on the internet, you know, you were featured on a project titled Plandemic, um, Dr. Mikovits, um, um, and you were roundly discredited uh, 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 regarding the, uh, the scientific truthfulness of these rigorous, rigorous studies that you were doing. Was that production authoritative and, and truthful? And how do you respond to that? Um, absolutely. That Plandemic the Movie was a promotional video for our now New York Times best-selling book, Plague of Corruption, which came out April 14, 2020. Not one word of that video had been disproven in a follow-up video called Plandemic Indoctrination, which was produced by Elevate Films, that same team led by Mickey Willis, on August 18, 2020. That film featured Dr. David Martin, who showed more than 20 years of crimes by Moderna, 
by Fauci. So watch Indoctrination. You can see all of this at PlandemicSeries.com. Not one bit of that video or our book, Plague of Corruption, or our first book, Plague, has been disproven by anyone. Not one single piece, a word of our book has, of our books have been questioned or shown to be in any way not factual. They are fact. All they say is, oh, we discredited discredited that Mikevitz. We debunked that Mikevitz. Discredited is not disproven. Not one word of that video has been disproven of either of those two videos. Dr. Judovic, Judy um, Mikevitz, um, uh, as we say goodbye to you, tell us a little about your, your background in about 30 seconds we have left on the show. Um, sure. I've, I, I first started at the National Cancer Institute June 10th, 1980, as a biochemist making drugs, um, immune therapies for cancer. We walked right into the AIDS epidemic, and my PhD thesis, which was dis defended November 14th of uh, 1991, um, showed that, in fact, if you treated early and you prevented that cytokine storm, if you kept up certain cells of the immune system from being harmed if you treated very early, then HIV would never cause AIDS. In the in the next um, decades, we made seminal discoveries about the expression of these viruses. It's not the presence of the virus that is the disease. It's the expression in a vulnerable individual. We developed many therapies um, for the epigenetics um, over the next three decades, um, and that seminal paper in science. Um, showing, in fact, the causes of many cancers being these, um, the dysregulation of these um, gamma retroviruses in the injection in vaccines, how vaccines actually are crippling the immune system because of how they're made, not because of the theory, but because of how they're made. So we can change the world based on our work if, if we have the courage to do so. Thank you for listening to this week's episode.